Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. You're listening to Tom and Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. It is Tom and Bach. Time to talk a little Purdue football. Tom Deanhart, who works for goldenblack.com, writes about Purdue football. It's been a long time since we've talked to Tom. Hi, Tom. How are you? I'm doing great. Looking forward to uh, heading your way on Friday. Very interesting ball game. Uh, sense of urgency for both these teams trying to crawl over each other and get to the postseason yep uh, of course Purdue was coming off that big win over Iowa and and a huge win 24 to 7 then they they go to Madison and they they lay a clunker a little bit uh 30 to 13 do you think you know who this team is right now <laughs> tough to tell you would think uh what eight games seven eight games in you'd have a good idea I, I guess I do um you know, first of all, Wisconsin's defense is pretty good. I mean, I, I think maybe it was more function of, of their defense, uh, really dominating that game that led to the thirty to thirteen score. Um, but I will say this: Purdue's offense is flawed. Can't run the football. It's that simple. They're second to last in the nation in rushing. That's why they use the multiple quarterbacks. You know, uh, Jeff Brown's been bringing in Jack Plummer, Austin Burton, and sort of change of pace guys. And that's just to run it. So they're doing all they can to spark that ground game. But let me say this, too. The defense for Purdue, I think, is that's been the real story. That's been the backbone of the team this year. That's kept them in most every game. And against Wisconsin guys, Purdue had five turnovers. They kept throwing the defense back out there. It was a 13-13 game at halftime. And the Badgers finally just wore them down. So, again, as a team, guys, if they're going to win, sadly, if they're going to get to six wins this year, they're going to have to win. I never thought I'd say this, low-scoring, tight, defensive-oriented games. And George Karloftis leads that group on the defensive side. What What is kind of his specialty? What makes him such a good player? Effort, man, effort. I mean, he's a, he's not the most athletic guy, but, again, uh, just a technician. Uh, works hard at his craft. He's really good with his hands. Does all the martial arts stuff. And, again, he's just relentless. Uh, that's that's really the the, the 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 things that have made him special. 
And if you believe the early NFL mock draft for 2022, he's supposed to be a first-round pick. You know, he's a true junior. He probably is going to come out. But, yeah, he's a guy who can be a difference maker. Teams typically have double and triple teamed him this year. And that's why his numbers don't really wow you. But he's still got a lot of pressures. And he's still found a way to really uh, get after quarterbacks and get them off their mark and out of their comfort zone. He's Tom Deanhart, writes for goldenblack.com about Purdue football. Uh, we know that uh, Jeff Rom was really hot, a hot name early in his tenure to the point where he considered the gig at Louisville and Purdue was able to keep him. Where he is, where is he right now as far as the fan base is concerned, as far as confidence might be concerned? Well, if, if, if there was any honeymoon left, it's long over, let's put it that way. Um, you know, ever since that that 2018 season. Honestly, guys, ever since they knocked off Ohio State that year, if you remember, Buckeyes were the number two team in the country. You know, Tyler Trent, their super fan, was there battling cancer. National television. Purdue bombs the Buckeyes 49-20. to And ever since then, guys, the program just never capitalized off that momentum. Uh, have a, they have a losing record. and haven't been to a bowl game since 2018, so there's a sense of urgency, you know. Purdue's in so deep at Braum, they can't buy him out. They're not equipped to write fat checks to make coaches leave. Mm-hmm. So I guess what I'm saying is you're stuck with them, right? Yeah. But, but again, if they don't get to a bowl this year, that would set up for a very interesting 2022. So we'll see. Uh, the jury still remains very much out, guys, mm-hmm. on if he's going to be able to fully flip the script in West Lafayette. And it's interesting that you mentioned the quarterbacks and the, and the lack of running game there earlier. Um, but it seems like more often than not, it's either Aiden O'Connell or Jack Plummer, and they, they kind of switch back and forth. Are, are, are they similar type of quarterbacks, or should Husker fans uh, be expecting something different if they, they do see a change at quarterback for Purdue? You know, uh, the, 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 the biggest difference is, is Plummer's more mobile, more athletic. Uh, Aiden O'Connell is the better passer. And he's less mobile. But let me let me let me tell you this. You know, O'Connell's been the starter. This will be his fourth game as the starter. And he's been playing at least ninety percent of the snaps here. It's not like they're playing Plummer and Burton a lot. Um, they're just sort of being sprinkled in. Like I said, it's change of pace, guys. I don't anticipate them making a, a change at the number one quarterback spot unless an injury happens, obviously. They need to throw the football to win and move the ball. It's that simple. And, and O'Connell gives them the best chance to do that. That's why he's got the job. That's why he took over from Jack Plummer about midway through this year, a little before midway through this year. So they, they need O'Connell to throw the ball down the field. And, and again, Plummer is just too indecisive, checks down too often, uh, and is not a real good decision maker. So that's really why they made the switch. And again, look for it to be O'Connell. He's going to start. And look for him to play the vast majority of the snaps on Saturday. Tom Deanhart uh, covers Purdue football for goldenblack.com. As you mentioned, they're second to last in the country in running the football. Sometimes it feels like they don't even care about running the football. I think they have one scholarship running back uh, available. Yeah. Uh, do they care about running the football at all? Yeah, they want to. You know, Jeff Bob's never going to be 1995 Nebraska. Yeah. But they, they want to be able to run it well situationally, you know, in the red zone short yard situations, run it enough to keep defenses where they have to at least respect it, right? Yeah. And your play action works. Hmm. So, again, they don't need to rush for 150 yards a game, but they need to do better than they are. Honestly, guys, 
I went back and subtracted the rushing yardage against Connecticut, which isn't a Power 5 program. I said, I just totaled up their average rushing yards per game against Power 5 opponents. Comes out to 55 yards a game this year. So, again, they're struggling. Their best running back's been hurt almost all year. Xander Horvath, he's not expected back Saturday. They had a couple backs leave in the offseason to the portal. They had a freshman running back go back home to deal with some personal issues. That's how they've gotten this quandary where they got one scholarship back uh, carrying the load right now. There's a redshirt freshman walk-on behind him. And the number three running back is a receiver named Jackson Anthrop. So there you go. That's why, that's why you see they're trying to get Jack Plummer out there to run some option. Austin Burton to come in at once in a while just to try to give that offense uh, some type of running dimension from time to time, too, to help the backs out. Now I mentioned George Karloftis a little bit early in the in the in the uh, in the interview. Um, I wanted to get to David Bell too because I mean, they're, they're, Nebraska and Purdue looked somewhat even matched, but those are probably the two best players on the field. David Bell just torched Iowa's secondary. wasn't able to do the same against Wisconsin. What was the difference there? Defensive style, honestly. I mean, um, <clears throat> Iowa's Phil Parker, the defensive coordinator. They always play that bend but don't break style. <clears throat> they want to keep everything in front of them. Don't, they don't blitz or attack much. They don't really bump you off the line to disrupt your, your pattern. They don't get real physical with the receivers. They just let David Bell catch balls in front of him all day, and Bell made some big plays too. Conversely, Wisconsin got physical with Bell. They doubled him, and they weren't going to let him catch the ball. He only had, I think, six catches for like 33 yards. And, you know, Northwestern's done the same thing to him in the past too. So I don't know what I was thinking, guys, but, you know, Jeff Brom has beaten them four times in five tries, and Iowa still insists on not making defensive adjustments. <laughs> You'll have to talk uh, to those people about that. Uh, yeah. and, uh, but, again, you know, you'd think you would uh, get physical with Bell and shadow him and make somebody else beat you, right? Well, Iowa doesn't do that. Yeah. Wisconsin's, a, Wisconsin's a good defense, guys. Yeah. I tell you what, and uh, those linebackers, they got that Leo Chanel, Jack Sanborn, they are tough. So, again, Credit those guys, too. They did a heck of a job. That entire defense did a heck of a job on Bell and everybody. Well, that's an opportunity to move on and talk about the rest of the Big Ten because Tom Diethart is kind of an expert on the league. He's, he's covered it for a long time. Uh, he covers Purdue football currently for goldenblack.com. Who is the second-best team in your mind in the Big Ten right now? Overall, the second-best team? I'd probably have to say uh, – I probably would lean toward Michigan, I guess, over Michigan State slightly. Um, again, we'll find out a lot more Saturday, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be a great game. And Michigan State comes to Purdue this coming week as well after they go to Nebraska. So I may give Michigan a slight nod. I mean, uh, they're probably not quite as battle-tested just yet. I think Michigan State's got some better wins. But I just think overall that Michigan defense with the way it's playing, how they remade that staff, and Harbaugh's finally getting some good quarterback play. Has a physical offense that can run the ball. And Hassan Hawkins or Hankins is a heck of a running back. So, yeah, I, I give them a slight edge. The real conundrum to me, guys, I'd like, like your input on this, too. Well, who's going to win the Big Ten West? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, we were having that same conversation. I think right now Minnesota has a really good uh, case. I mean, they have the clunker against Bowling Green. But since then, their only loss is Ohio State, and they control their own destiny. Yeah, they're looking in the weeds. I got something I was going to write for the for Friday where I talk about the you know the Gophers maybe really being the team that can win it. Um, they play Wisconsin in the finale 
And that may be a de facto Big Ten West title game. They have to go to Iowa, I think, the week before. But still, say what, uh, could be end up being Minnesota, win it all. And I was thinking about this, too, guys. I, I, I want you to think of this. Yeah. Who, what, what one or two coaches in the conference do you think are on the hottest seats that really could lose their jobs? Well, we had that discussion, and it's, it's probably at least right, not, not now. It's not Scott Frost. Uh, his, his athletic director just went on his radio show last night and voiced uh, confidence for Frost. I know that doesn't always mean a lot, but I know Trev Alberts really wants this Frost thing to work. Uh, I, just because I feel like as an ex-Husker, Frost, Frost is an ex-Husker. I think he wants this thing to work. After that, um, I don't have a great answer for who's on the hot seat. Do you, Bach? I, I yeah. What do you think? Oh yeah, no. It, it's uh, it seems to be a lot of people are pretty safe at this point. Yeah. I think um, keep your eye on Michael Oxy at Maryland. Yeah, yeah. That 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 doesn't seem to be going anywhere. Yeah. And uh, I think you know, I think the marriage at Penn State may be over too. Yeah. Um, now, whether Franklin can get out, I don't know. We'll see. But I just think both parties are probably sick of each other. And their season could be heading south there real quick at State College PA. And we've seen Franklin's name already circulating for some of these jobs. But like yeah. I said, he may be tarnishing his own opportunity to get out of there yeah. if, if, the, if, the, if the season does go real south on them. So those two guys, Loxley and Franklin, to me, maybe something could happen one way or the other. So I'm kind of monitoring those. But you're right. Otherwise, I don't see uh, anything eminent. But you know what? There's always a few surprises yeah. here and there. Maybe P.J. Fleck. Maybe he wins the West, and he's the coach of USC next yeah. year. Who knows? Yeah. And, of course, a lot of eyes on Mel Tucker there at, at Sparty, too. But I did yeah. want to get your get your opinion on kind of what's been going on at Nebraska. You know, it, it is year four. Uh, fans are starting to get a little bit more frustrated with not having the results, but Nebraska's just so close. For From the outside, how, how, how do you think Nebraska's viewed right now? Yeah, close. I think, what, their five losses are each by eight points or less? Yeah. yeah. So they're right there, you know. Uh, <clears throat> I, I get the frustration. I mean, anytime you're getting paid that kind of money and you're your fourth year in and you haven't been to a bowl game, and you know what? You got The facilities there are just unbelievable. I mean, you got every resource possible. You haven't even been to a bowl since 2016. You got to go back to Mike Riley, I think, the last time they went to a bowl. So I understand. And they always say, too much is given, much is expected. And that's a high-pressure job. And here comes the golden golden sun coming home and yeah. looked like he was going to be the answer to all all the ill Nebraska football and it hasn't worked and you've got four years of of a of track record to look at. So I get it. I can understand the frustration. Here's a new A D who didn't hire him. But again, he's a husker as well. So uh, I I understand why Trev Alberts wants to make it work. Uh, but we'll see what happens. Uh, I don't know guys. Uh you know, after Purdue, the schedule, they have, like, what, Ohio State, Iowa, and is it Minnesota? Uh, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. At Wisconsin. Wisconsin. You've got to win three of those four to go to a bowl game. Yeah. I it, mean, well, is, your, is your fan base really going to put up with another bowl this season? Well, we've, we've wondered aloud if the sellout streak may be coming to an end. Alberts thinks it's saved it, at least for this year. But it's really going to be difficult, and we're saying five. I mean, get to five at least just to save your job, and that's where I think Frost needs to be at five wins. Yeah, I mean, at, at, at the least, just again, I'm 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 looking at it from ten thousand feet. You guys have your boots in the ground in yeah. Lincoln, so you know a lot more than I do. But to me, it's like, my gosh, you can't get this thing figured out in four years. 
Yeah. Um, I look what Mel, Mel Tucker's in the second year at Michigan State, guys, and that was a, that was kind of a train wreck. And yeah. and he's totally he totally gutted that roster last year too. So I don't know, you know, um, it's 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 easy for me to say it's not my money, it's yeah. not my school, but just from the outside, you think you can get things figured out there quicker than this. But yeah. um, it's going to be interesting interesting to see. Yeah. You know how this thing evolves for for Scott Frost. Yeah, and you mentioned coaches. Uh, Mel Tucker will be a name in the off season. He he's a guy that sometimes moves around, so he'll be mentioned in connection with some of these jobs, and James Franklin as well. But who knows? Yeah, uh, who knows? PJ Fleck could uh, move into that conversation as well. You just never know. Uh, yeah, Fleck for sure. You know, we've seen uh, Tucker already mentioned at LSU, and um, yeah, he was at Colorado one year before he left for East Lansing. So. He's a guy who's been in the NFL, too, guys, so that's a carousel that always spins fast. Yeah. And yeah. he's getting paid a lot of money, these flanching, but we'll see. You're right about P.J. Fleck. Yeah. P.J. Fleck's shelf life is usually about five years, right? <laughs> he's, at, he's at his fifth year right now. Yeah. And yeah. I, I wouldn't be shocked if he gets out of there, if he gets a 9-1 season or something. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. Thanks for the time, Tom. We appreciate it. You got it. Take care. Uh, Tom Deanhart, who writes for goldandblack.com, covers – for Purdue football, but he has a really high understanding of the Big Ten anyway. Uh, worked for the Big Ten Network uh, at one time. Let's get to break. Come back with Wingman, 464-5685. I'm going to read the lyrics to a song today, Bach. Um, All right. I, I, I actually wanted to try to get a song where I didn't think you or Nick knew it. Uh, I want to be a little harder today. So you might know it. I don't know that you won't. Sometimes you guys surprise me. Uh, but call right now. It's I'm thinking 80s today. 464-5685. Call right now to win $15 to Buffalo Wings and Rings. We'll do it next. Download our app by searching 93.7 a ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. This is Tom and Bob. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.